Today on Locked On Bama, we're going to talk a lot of recruiting stuff. It's also my last day in Vegas, so uh, shed a tear. But for the most part, we're going to keep it with recruiting. Peter Woods just released his top four. Jimmy and I will discuss that. Also, a big tight end. We'll be visiting Alabama soon. So stay tuned for Locked On Bama. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Just enjoying another day at the pickleball courts. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, I'm like, uh, is it uh, Yasser Arafat that never slept in the same place twice? That's what uh, <laughs> one of our mutual friends said about me. He's like, you never sleep in the same place twice. This is my last day in Vegas, and I'm sitting here at this desk uh, at MGM, and I've got this light above me trying to get the right shade on me that doesn't show my crow's feet after four days in Vegas. And I can't tell if I'm doing a podcast or I'm interrogating a suspect on law and order. <laughs> but um, anyway, Jimmy, Peter Woods just came out with his top four, uh, the fabulous defensive lineman from uh, Thompson High School. Everybody knows about him. He's a super badass, and uh, he's one of the top players in the country. And, um, yeah, Alabama is on that list. And uh, so what can you tell us about this? You just tweeted about it just then, literally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, this brand brand new. I mean, his final four is sort of is sort of news. But you know, um, people get a little bored when when I say that the number one prospect for Alabama is, is someone inside the state. Uh, I, 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 but but in my opinion, Luke, Alabama's top priority every year should be the best prospect in Alabama. It, it, it should kind of be a a, a, a goal to always, always sign the best player in Alabama. And in my mind, uh, it's Peter Woods. Yeah, and look, this year, oh, my oh my gosh. I, the people watching YouTube just watched you cough up a kidney. I, I've, they, they, they're still doing it. I didn't have enough time. We usually go on these rants Back. when we talk about – when we go – we talk about recruiting, you usually talk for five minutes. So I mute myself. I had yeah, the cough real bad. I mean, it was bad. I mean, I, I'm not a big cougher. I'm not really, but boy, that one was that one was like, whoa! I bet it was from. Uh, I was doing a little a little yard work this morning, just a little, just enough to breathe in some pollen. That's probably what happened. Uh, did you cough up Peter Woods? <laughs> I coughed um, up the uh, the uh, pollen equivalent of Peter Woods. <laughs> that pollen, that was five star pollen. Um, all right. So he has cut his list to Alabama, Clemson, Florida, and Oklahoma. First of all, the first thing that stands out to me about this, um, Florida is is making some pretty serious headway with Billy Napier, I think, in the recruiting circles. They weren't talked about they, – they've always been a thing. I mean, Florida is always going to be a thing, right? I mean, they're, they're the, the state mm-hmm. school in um, one of the most fertile recruiting grounds in the country. But – the last couple of years, I, I dare I say the last five or so years, they've been sort of, meh, I mean, okay. But uh, Billy Napier apparently has them in on a bunch of dudes. Uh, in fact, uh, Josh Newberg, who, you know, can be sort of hit or miss with this. I, by the way, I love Josh Newberg. I want to say, uh, full disclosure, yep. back in the day, 
I mean, a long time ago, Jimmy, like before I ever thought about getting into this, he, he and I talked for some reason, like before Twitter, before all this, we talked via email for some reason. And he was like, man, you know a lot about Alabama recruiting. He said, I'm going to put you as a contributor to my magazine. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah. He said, you've, you've told me a lot about Alabama football. I appreciate it. Sure enough, that year, Luke Robinson as a contributor to his magazine. Now, I got nothing for it except my name <laughs> on that magazine, which I thought was very cool. Um, but anyway, so I like me some Josh Newberg. Regardless, he crystal balled. Um, is it is it Cormani McLean? Is that how you say that? Cormani. Yeah, Cormani yeah, McLean. And Tony Mitchell to Florida. Now, I think that's a little premature to to for at least for Tony Mitchell. I certainly think it is for Cormani McLean too. But um, anyway, I don't. I go back to my whole point was that Florida is making headway and making enough noise where a national recruiting guy like Josh Newberg is crystal balling dudes that Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia want to Florida, which is something that hadn't been happening of late. That's right. Uh, I, I also agree it's a little premature on both, although, you know, today if we're, if we're you know, wagering and you're, in, you're sitting in the wagering capital of the earth, uh, if we're wagering, uh, I mean, I, I, would, I would say Cormani to Florida sounds right. Tony Mitchell to Alabama sounds right. Sounds right. But uh, Tony Mitchell is open. Unlike some of the other kids from Thompson, you know, he's open to other schools. I think he's taken a real interest in other places and seeing other places. And you can't help but get a high on a school right after you visited. And then maybe you want to go see him again or you like the coach or you meet a girl or or whatever happens. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not surprised that Tony Mitchell uh, is in the conversation other places. But as of today, as we sit here right now, I would still project Tony Mitchell to Simon, Alabama, uh, and Peter Woods certainly to Simon, Alabama. And, and I put Peter Woods up there with Arch Manning and Eli Holstein, at, uh, Richard Young, uh, as, as the very top prospects on uh, on Alabama's board, regardless of position. Jimmy, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about recruiting as one of the top tight ends in the country. Out West is going to be visiting Alabama and Georgia here shortly. But until then, I want to tell you about Built Bar. These things are delicious. They're nutritious. They're scrump delicious. I talk about them all the time. Um, I had a resolution to eat right. I'm not doing that except when I eat Built Bars because I've had a couple of trips. And when you take trips out West a couple of times, you're going to eat poorly. But when I get back, I'm on my Built Bar kick like you wouldn't believe. Daddy's going to fit in these jeans one way or the other um if i need to chew on but have you tried the puffs from built bar they're fantastic they're covered in chocolate they're fluffy they're marshmallowy they're protein infused marshmallow i mean who would have thunk it i mean the stave puff marshmallow man if he was infused with protein like these puffs are the ghostbusters never would have stood a chance go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart you'll be blown away by all the statistics there go to built.com use promo code lock 15 get 15 percent off that order use promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off that order at built.com these things are awesome i promise you they've got all kind of flavors and they're all covered in chocolate jimmy and i love them you'll love them too all right jimmy um <clears throat> on your 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 site um Yep. On three, actually talks about number one tight end, Deuce Robinson. He's going to be visiting mm -hmm. Alabama, uh, and George is going to visit Alabama Friday and Saturday, and then Alabama Sunday and Monday. First of all, two things that stand out to me. Well, three things. Um, we need a tight end. Georgia doesn't. Georgia's got tight ends out the yin-yang. 
Quit getting all the tight ends, Georgia. Um, secondly, uh, this is a great debate. Do you like Deuce with the UE or just the U? I'll need the UE. And finally, does it help any? Is it better one way or the other that you visit on Friday, Saturday, or visit on Sunday, Monday? I, and let me let me answer that really quickly from from my perspective. Right now, I don't think it makes a hill of beans difference. I think Sunday, Monday is actually fine um, because maybe you even get to be around campus when there's some kids around and you get to see some some action uh, on, on campus because right now there's nothing really going on. Now, Georgia and Alabama might have a baseball home game. I know Alabama does this weekend, but that's not going to stir the drink of any of these football players. I mean, that's not enough. And Georgia's not good enough either. I mean, it's not like he's going to Ole Miss, which is number one team in the country right now. He's going to Georgia, and they're, they're I think they're okay. They're like they're in the same boat we are for the most part. So I don't think that really makes a hill of beans difference, and there's no home basketball game, obviously, or anything like that. In fact, I could make the argument that I'm – I'm happier he's going to be Sunday, Monday, because Duke Carolina and, and Kansas Villanova is Saturday night. And, I mean, everybody's going to be sort of watching that instead of doing something else. So I think he can take in more of Alabama on, on Sunday, Monday. That is such terrible homerism logic, I understand. But I'm just trying to throw <laughs> it sense. really was. It really was bad. It was great a bammerism. I, I think Saturday. Here's one thing. Now, this is just me. Maybe I'm like this and no one else is. And maybe, maybe it's my uh, – my uh, immaturity, uh, my famous immaturity, but I think a Saturday afternoon in Tuscaloosa in the springtime, especially now when the weather's getting really nice and it's, it's a beautiful day today. I'm sure it's beautiful in Tuscaloosa today. A Saturday afternoon, if you walk the length of University Boulevard and go by all the fraternity parties who, who so many of them during the spring have outdoor band parties that start in the afternoon and you just walk by the, the frat band parties and get to the strip and galettes is packed and, and the houndstooth is packed and, and people are are, are, are are the kids are, are already out drinking and everything is just feels really alive and exciting and the weather's great and the stadium's right there in the background of it all. And I, I think the Saturday is big, but just that's just because I like it. I'm not a 17-year-old tight end from California. Now, when they tour the football building, which is what they really should be interested in, and they are because when you're a football player at Alabama now, other than when you go to class, you're basically in the Malmore facility, uh, you know, most of the day and night. And, uh, you know, whether you're there on a Tuesday or a Friday wouldn't matter uh, in the building. I, I think in, inside that building looks the same day in, day out, uh, flurry of activity, great, best facility in the country. But campus itself, I, I love Saturday afternoons uh, about three or four o'clock during the spring. And you don't have to be going to a sporting event. You don't have to be going to football. You can just be going to pick up a appetizer or two and some some beers on the strip uh to me it's still a blast i, I love to do that mute mute you're on mute you're on mute you're on mute you are still on mute i know i know <laughs> i'm still on mute <laughs> you caught me off guard i was, I was actually laughing at you because i was yeah. like Okay, all that's great, and I love your take on uh, waxing poetic about Alabama on a Saturday afternoon. I think that's wonderful. Can you tell yeah. us about this damn tight end? 
Uh, oh, 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 him. <laughs> oh, him. I thought you were going to spring on me the uh, meme, the uh, the famous meme of uh, what's his name? Uh, the actor Steve Buscemi in his uh, backwards hat and a skateboard. Uh, you know, when he's oh, just, funny. what's up, fellow what's kids? Up, what's up, fellow kids? Yeah, that's I, sort okay. Of, uh, that is all right. We you're going to have to talk uh, about the. I want you to talk about the tight end in the next segment because but, I want to tell you. A oh, quick yeah, story. him. I, I want you to tell you I tell you a quick story about this. You were talking about uh, you were waxing poetic, literally, about yeah, Alabama on a Saturday afternoon, all those things. And again, sorry for being on mute, people. I'm trying to make it so you have the best experience. I got kids in the background, didn't want, want to block that noise out. Anyway, when I was at Alabama, I was an SAE. Uh, but my first year there, because I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything when I first got to Alabama. I didn't do anything. I mean, I wasn't a, a prude. I wasn't a, you know, a, a like this power Christian or anything. I just didn't do any of those things. Um, I didn't do any drugs, didn't do anything. And um, so when I got to Alabama, it was sort of like fish out of water for me because, I mean, it's number one party school in the country, right? Well, um, I get there and, and like the first night I'm there, I pledge K KA by accident, literally by accident. They hand me a pledge pen, showing me all these pictures of this other stuff, said, here, I took the pledge pen. They were like, congratulations. I was like, oh, God. Well, because um, I don't know anything about them. I didn't know anybody in the thing. I didn't know nothing. <laughs> Long story short, they were good people. I ended up de-pledging later. But while we were going through Rush, while, the pledges, the current pledges, also try and rush other pledges to join potential pledges. And there was one thing at Alabama. They would bring groups of people by to look at your fraternity house, right? And, or sorority or whatever. And you can choose from them. But you never really picked those guys because they were sort of university organized or something. I can't remember what the story was. It's a long time ago. One of the groups that came by had a 45-year-old. thought he was there for like his son. He had on Bermuda shorts. Give me, if I'm lying, I'm dying. He had on Bermuda shorts. He looked, he was 45. He looked 62. You could tell like he had hard all his life in accounting and he worked under a light like I'm under right now, whatever this is, all his life. And what his story was, and this is, I'm telling you the truth. His story was, I've worked hard my whole life. Are you sure I've this worked, isn't old school? This is the movie old school. You're just, I, no, you're, this is I'm just no, the I'm movie so old mad. school. I'm so was mad. This Will, was this Will Ferrell? Anyway, so the guy, the guy said, guys, I worked hard my whole life. And he, he didn't say it this coolly. I mean, he was a goofy bastard from Phoenix. That's another reason. That's another tie to this, the tight end from Phoenix. And he said, Phoenix City or Phoenix, 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 Phoenix. That's why he had on Bermuda short. So he says, guys, I worked hard my whole life. I'm retired. I didn't get to experience the in college there before because I spent all my time studying is 1999. It was only, ironically, 1991 at the time. And um, I said, <laughs> okay, you know, and like all the actors were like, we, this is the creepiest thing that's ever happened. This guy's got to be, this happened so long ago, this guy's got to be dead now. <laughs> but um, that's also morbid. <laughs> but, and the guy, the guy apparently like gave Alabama a bunch, a bunch of money up front I mean, there was some weirdo story about this, like for the ability to. Now that's back to school. I think you're. I think I know. this is old school and back to school <laughs> mixed together. But Jimmy, the guy. I mean, you know, our the KAs are known for being Southern gentlemen, like very polite. They were like, "Yes, sir. Thank you for stopping." They are. Oh, don't call me sir. Call me. Call me boy. We were like, 
Uh, not quite. Let's we'll we'll see. You're on our list of people not to ask. But and um, so it turns out, of course, nobody gets this guy was irate. He called literally every fraternity president and tore them a new one verbally because they he felt like he was misled. I was like, sir. But anyway, okay. That's 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 my that's my old school combo story uh, that that really was, did happen. So he was enrolled. He was enrolled as a regular full time student. Yes, yes. I don't know if he actually went to school anymore because I mean, now what's the point? You can't be a GDI at Alabama at forty five and expect to go to all the parties. It's hard to be a GDI at twenty and get invited to all the parties. Is is Alabama? Right. Alabama was so fraternity or at the time especially like crazy and this guy was i mean everything everywhere he showed up people were like this is the worst narc i've undercover i've ever seen he would have like a wednesday night drinking club shirt yeah yeah, i was like i was i was liking the guy until he made all the phone calls that that ruined him but i was i was digging this it it was it was pretty as a pretty jimmy thing to do until the phone calls been you my boy blue before you my boy blue um all right jimmy (laughs) after months of playing college basketball has determined the top teams for the final four and will determine this year's national championships weekend bet online is your number one source for all your betting info from all the latest odds contests and player props you name it they got it at betonline.net betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports developments including podcasts and reviews and all the leagues this season and it's not just basketball, folks. They got everything you need at Bet Online. Bet on whatever you want to, including your favorite casino Vegas games. Website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online is where the game starts. Go to Bet Online ASAP. All right, Jimmy, tell us about this tight end that we've neglected. Uh, you're talking about Deuce Robinson from California. Now you're talking about? Yes, my cousin. <laughs> your cousin, Deuce. Uh, I like D E U C E, like like the original David Palmer is is my favorite yeah. Deuce, by the way. Uh, and that's how Deuce should be in honor of David Palmer for the rest of our lives or the rest of anyone's lives. Uh, Deuce is a, uh, I think he's a number two uh, tight end in the country, or maybe even number one, number one. on on three. Uh, Nash Nash, is he number one? Yeah, he's from Fe- he's from Phoenix. He knows your guy. He's that's what Phoenix. I'm saying. He, he might be the he knows your guy. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Uh, this is what's interesting to me about we're just now really recruiting Deuce. Uh, I, I don't think at this point it's fair to say that it's likely he ends up at Alabama. I'll just say any kid from the West Coast that visits Alabama is pretty serious about Alabama. This is not an official visit. So this is on his dime, his time, his weekend. They're, these kids don't have an unlimited number of weekends, uh, you know, uh, especially with with school in session. Um so he's serious about Alabama uh, in terms of how realistic it is. It's just too early. I'll, I'll just say this. I believe Alabama has now offered six or eight of the top tight ends in the country. It's clearly a high priority for Alabama. And unfortunately, there is not a tight end prospect in the in-state group that is even close to, uh, to, to, to being an Alabama offer type kid. So the answer to tight end is not going to come from the state of Alabama, they're going to have to go somewhere and get one. Just my personal opinion in terms of what I would love to see happen. As you guys know, uh, I, you know, I, I love Arch Manning as a prospect. 
Arch Arch's tight end is really good. It's a kid named Will Randall. Uh, he, I don't know that he's top ten in the nation, but he'd be in the argument. Uh, he's he's kind of reminiscent in some ways of of Miller Forrestall. Uh, I, I think he's actually more similar to uh, Preston Dial uh, and Brad Smelly, sort of a combination of those two that have played for Alabama in the past. Uh, his name's Will Randall. Uh, both of his parents went to school at Alabama and were at Alabama about the same time you were, Luke. Uh, so his parents uh, would have been your age. And I think his dad was his dad was in a fraternity. I'm supposed to know which one that is because I got friends uh, that told me about this. But anyway, um, that's who I like. I mean, I like Will Randall. And then the reason being is Arch and Will aren't a package deal, but you take Will, it's going to give you a, a good advantage with Arch because they are really close. Uh, they already have a great chemistry together. Uh, Arch will make Will even better. Uh, so so I, I like Will Randall, but but it's just because I, I sort of associate him with Arch. But he's good enough, by the way. He's an SEC prospect for any place uh, with or without Arch. He's a, he's a good prospect. And finally, Jimmy from Miami of Ohio out of the Shoals area has entered the transfer portal. Basketball-wise, it's certainly rumored to be. Uh, in on him, and then maybe uh, Brandon Murray out of LSU, you know, also in the transfer. LSU lost him for portal basketball wise. I mean, they literally did, and recruits. Um, they're going to be hurting, and Alabama's connected to Murray too. You know anything about those two? Uh, Sears, yes. Uh, Murray, uh, I got to look into that. Uh, Sears, I just know from uh, from a few different sources. Talked to some basketball sources yesterday. I think Mark Sears to Alabama is. Uh, I'm going to call it right now highly realistic. Uh, I'm not going to use the word probable, but I want to. Uh, but I'll, let's just say highly realistic is, is how I'd put it right now. Uh, he's outstanding. Uh, I like him even more than I like the Princeton point guard. Uh, Mark is, is a combo guard. Uh, he, he plays the point. He can play the two guard. He's a scoring point guard. What fascinates me about Mark Sears, Luke, is that he's an in-state guy that didn't generate a lot of Alabama or SEC attention while he played high school basketball. He's sort of a kid that seems to me has really blossomed uh, post 18 years old. And, and that's not crazy. That's not, how do y'all think John Morant ended up at, at, at you know, at Murray state? I mean, th 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 this happens. And uh, I think it's fascinating when it does. Uh, Mark Sears became an SEC basketball talent uh, while enrolled at Ohio university. And uh, that makes him interesting. We have a huge need of point guard, assuming J.D. Davison is going. By the way, I, I read a message board this morning. I, I read a lot of the boards just to uh, take the pulse of what's going on, not just our on-three board. Uh, one thing that surprised me, Luke, is there's a lot of Alabama fans out there sort of optimistic that J.D. Davison is returning. I, I don't know where that comes from. I'm not saying he's leaving. I don't know that. I, I know of nothing. I'll just say I'm not optimistic at all that he's returning to Alabama. I have zero optimism. I, I just don't know because he hasn't announced anything. So on three, can't report anything until we have a two ironclad sources that, that, that confirm it. We don't right now, but I'm just saying, I'm surprised when I see talk of, we can't take this point guard from Ohio and the point guard from Princeton. When we have JD Davison coming back and Jaden Bradley coming in and I'm like, why would anybody think J.D. Davison's coming back? Why would anybody think that? The fact that we're recruiting all these point guards should be telling us something. Exactly. I mean, we've that's exactly what we've been saying. Look, if you want to be optimistic about this, I mean, I get that. 
That's fair. Yeah. But it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, that's just, you know, homerism. And, I mean, I'm, I'm using that term a lot this podcast. But, anyway, Jimmy, got to run. Uh, got to get out of Vegas uh, with whatever I have left, which is very little. I'm leaving both two of my children, taking two with me, and um, I feel like I've come out ahead. <laughs> um, what happens in Vegas? What happened in Vegas stayed in Vegas, and so are your children. <laughs> so are half my my litter. Um, all right, all right, buddy. We'll talk again soon, and until then, roll tide. Roll tide.